Hey everybody, welcome to Weekly Sunshine, episode 4. Today's episode is titled, In God We Trust. We will be talking about Dallin H. Oaks's April 2021 General Conference talk, Defending Our Divinely Inspired Constitution. Elder Oaks's talk was definitely one of my favorites in this past General Conference, and it was something that I think is so important to address, especially in this day and age where we really need to be reminded of the raw foundational truths that our country was founded on. In his talk, he talked about five divinely inspired principles. Um, The first one is that the source of government power is in the people. I am taking a government class online this summer, and I'm just, you know, barely getting into it and talking and learning about how having representation in the people is one of the most valued forms of government and representation. And it's very interesting to think about how much God encourages and values his children's opinion, especially in the way that a country is run. The second divinely inspired principle is the division and delegation of powers between federal government and states. In the United States government, there are some certain powers that the federal government holds. Having the difference in federal government and state government really makes the United States representative democracy work. The third divinely inspired principle is the separation of powers and the checks and balances. This was something completely new when the founding fathers met for the Constitutional Convention. This was a brand new idea that they made up and invented in order for this new country needed in order to be satisfied. The three branches of government in the United States, they won't overpower what they aren't already given power for. The fourth divinely inspired principle is the fact that individual rights cannot be removed by government authority via the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights is the document that gives every single American the right to do something, and nothing can alter that. Um, And the Bill of Rights was designed in a way so that as new values were being encouraged and brought up, they could be incorporated into it. The Bill of Rights is a constant living document that changes with the times and changes as inspiration is given to the rights of the people and if when the country is ready to accept these values. And if it's divinely inspired, each amendment is inspired by God. God values each of these things that are being incorporated on, although some may be dated and they will be revised by imperfect human people. It doesn't mean that God isn't playing a hand in the United States' population's rights. Um, The fifth divinely inspired principle is the whole purpose of the Constitution. Um, In the talk, uh, Elder Oak says, We are to be governed by law and not by individuals, and our loyalty is to the Constitution and its principles and processes, not to any office holder. The respect for the Constitution comes 
ever-changing and divinely inspired ideas that are perfected and revised over time. You know, with the Bill of Rights, it is constantly changing and being looked at and being thought of to help better people. It's the Constitution that gives the people their rights, not the President, not Congress, not the House of Representatives. It's the Constitution. And the document cannot make mortal and human mistakes. And if you think about the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, that is what the United States is founded upon, not by the simple, mortal, imperfect men that run it. We cannot put all of our faith in politicians because we will always, I mean, feel disappointed, period, no matter what, because they are human. The Constitution is a document inspired by God, who is perfect, by the way, and we respect the Constitution, and we pray for and hope for the best that the people, the real human people who run the country, uphold the Constitution as best as they personally can. In DNC section 67, it talks about the people... Well, I say, like, the apostles and the missionaries that are friends with Joseph Smith, they were questioning Joseph Smith's ability to give revelations. Um, he was being accused of not giving them exactly as revealed, and as revealed by God, and being too simple. Um, but people were accusing him of withholding some stuff and making it too simple. And, you know, when I say making it too simple, making the revelations from God too simple. And... If you read the section, section 67, it is proven through a little experiment that God gives them. He gives them a challenge. And it is proven that God was revealing the revelations for man in their own language. He was speaking in a way that was simple enough for both Joseph Smith, who did not have an education, but also, you know the unofficial smartest men in the room. It was for both of them to understand. Joseph Smith's friends and allies were too focused on Joseph's limitations as a mortal man. And they were too focused on Joseph's mistakes than trusting in God's ability to accommodate everyone. I think that's something to really think about and ponder about how man cannot make everybody happy someone will always be disappointed you think about compromises compromises are really lose-lose someone on both sides is giving something up god will never do that god always makes fair and just agreements that everyone will win for and that includes his revelations and that includes his inspired documents that run our country. And we can always trust in God. In God we trust is written on every single coin. And I think that is such a great reminder that the founding fathers who founded the country came here for religious freedom and representation. And they all trusted in God. One of my favorite paintings is the one of George Washington kneeling in the forest, praying. 
and it's it's very beautiful. I don't remember the artist, but it's everywhere. It's so cool. But to think that George Washington, of all people, the first general and first president of the United States, kneeled down and humbled himself enough to pray. And even then, all of the founding fathers and historical figures have gotten their temple work done in the St. George Temple. Um, Wilford Woodruff was baptized for a handful, and one of his other uh, temple president buddies, I don't know, I don't know his name, was also baptized. There was a hundred names of both men and women, influential men and women of this country and of the world, like Martin Luther and Christopher Columbus. They all have their temple work done. And that is so cool to think about how they trusted in God so that they could trust us as the future generation to fulfill their temple work. And I think that it is very important to be able to trust in God and know that he doesn't have limitations. God will never hold back unless it's an inappropriate time. And even then, when it is the appropriate time, he will let the blessings flow toward to you so you can experience joy. I just want to ha- wish you guys a happy Independence Day and to remember to not disregard God's ability to divinely inspire simply and for everybody so we can ultimately experience joy. And I close this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Have a great rest of your week.